Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. People are asked if they believe in ghosts, demons, werewolves, vampires, and even psychic abilities. Many of us believe in the supernatural. We believe in it a lot, especially the ghosts. Almost like almost all of us say, yeah, I think they're probably out there. Demons, werewolves, vampires. These are all kind of uh, falling off the scale of things we uh, believe in. Right. Uh, and then psychic abilities. Many of us uh, don't believe in psychic abilities. Wow. Because many of us believe we have them. Right. And it's not really, you know. Right. Well, I don't know. It's tough to believe that there's so many that don't when there's a lot of psychics mm. out there. And you see, you know, shows based on them. Yeah, that Long Island, uh, whatever medium, her name is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you get that. I, I mean... I don't know about werewolves and vampires necessarily, but, and I don't know if I, I really truly believe in ghosts, but I guess I do because, you know, if you invited me to go stay a night at a haunted house, I'm not going. No. No. I, I don't know that I'd want to stay. I mean, I'd tour, I would tour one, right. I guess. Or if I, or if, you know, I was told a house was haunted mm. and it and it dropped the price into the affordable range, <laughs> I still don't think I'm going. Really, eh? Yeah. See... I know we talked about this, like if someone dies in a house, you know, commits suicide or is murdered, yeah. I don't think I'd want to live there. And not because uh, I believe in ghosts, because I don't believe in any, like I don't believe in God, I don't believe in an afterlife, I don't believe in any of is it. So. A, do you believe in some karma here and there? Like there's some no. bad vibes in the house? No, I don't think so. Now, there's been a murder scene? I know that some people, uh, certainly um, uh, Maria's side of the family, there used to be a tradition when you'd buy a house, you'd bring a priest in to give it a, a blessing. A blessing, yeah. But no, I don't, I don't believe in any of that stuff. Okay. But I would, just, I would just feel weird that someone had died there. Right. You know? I guess the older a home is, there's a pretty good odd somebody might have died in there at some yeah. point. Natural causes or whatever. Well, that's it. But I mean, you know, that, that's one thing perhaps, mm. but... You know, there was a house of a murder scene. It might be a bit tougher. The thing with the psychic ability in, in these mediums is they, it's always kind of the same thing. It's like reading your horoscope. Like, they always want, you know, grandma just wants to let you know she's fine. Right. Like, grandma never comes back and says she's still pissed about something they did in 1982. <laughs> grandma never comes back and says, oh, yeah, that box of cash I buried. Yeah. It's <laughs> under that tree. Let's discuss eating habits. This was a kind of a silly question, um, but people were asked, uh, when they're eating a plate of food, so you have different things, uh, do you alternate between the different things, or do you eat one thing at a time? Interesting. Most said they alternate. Yes. Mix it up. Yes. But if you've got like steak, potato, and a veggie, right? do you consume all the steak, the potato, and leave the veggies. <laughs> I tend now to, to more get the veggies out of the way. Get them done. <laughs> Treat yourself with the meat. But and it's it's interesting when you see some people will will eat almost like portioned mm. in that they eat only one thing at a time. Like did mm -hmm. all the veggies and then do all the steak and then all the potato. Like mm -hmm. they don't mix it. Like I'll mix. I'll cut a piece of steak. Yeah. Put some potato on the fork as well. And eat it all together. Yeah, most people eat like that. Right. Said when asked, some still uh, normal people. That's right. Um, when you're eating macaroni and cheese, do you use a fork or a spoon? Fork. Yeah, most people said a fork. When making pasta, do you salt the water? 
Uh, yes. Do you salt it uh, when you put the pasta in or when it comes to a boil or at the beginning? At the beginning, I think. You're supposed to salt, I believe, when it comes to a boil. Okay. Why, I don't know. But most say yes, they do salt the water. When it comes to eating corn, do you like it on the cob or out of a can? Uh, well, I, I think cob is best. Mm-hmm. Freshest. Yeah, freshest yeah. when you can, but can't always be done that way. Uh, yeah, most like it on the cob. Uh, eggs. Do you prefer them scrambled over easy or sunny side up, poached or boiled eggs? Huh. I, I, to be honest, I like them anyway, but I'll tend to get scrambled more than anything. Most prefer scrambled, then over easy, then sunny side up. Probably the sunny side up, and I do like them because I like to dip. You got to make sure you get rid of that that jelly, whatever that 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 thing is on top of it. It's kind of a, a clear kind of liquid. So what I do is if I'm cooking them sunny side up, I'll, uh, I'll get them going until they look like they're almost done. But to get rid of that slimy bit, I'll throw them under the broiler in the oven just to cook them a little bit down. Okay. Yeah. I made on the weekend for the first time, and it's such a simple thing to do. I can't believe I never did it, but Maria was heading out early, so we were having a little breakfast quick. I made a, uh, a toasted Western sandwich. I have never made a Western sandwich. Huh. At home. I've had them in diners many times. Yeah. But I've never done my own. It's very simple. <laughs> um, so, yeah, scrambled is the favorite way to eat eggs. When it comes to uh, brownies, what piece do you want? Now, mostly they don't care. Right. But if they had to pick, they want a corner piece, then an edge piece, then a middle piece. Ooh, okay. I think I'm an insider. Yeah? Yeah. A lot of people like that, kind of that hard, the, the, the crusty hard bit. crust. Yeah, I don't like that. Well, I prefer, right, listen, I'm not saying I'm, no. I'm not saying no. No. <laughs> do I care? No. But if I had a choice, I go with the inside. I, I do the same too. If you get like a square pizza, mm. I tend to like the inside. Oh, piece. really? Yeah. I might be with you on that. Just all, I think about it. All topping. Yeah, that's true. I'm not a big crust guy, anyhow. I right. find it dry and boring. Well, most people have to dip it now. Yeah, just to choke it back. How do you eat sushi? Well, for starters, most say they don't. But for those that do, chopsticks first, then fork, then using their hand. And others say they'll just use whatever they're given. Right. Okay, who's holding the bag? I got it. Okay. Uh, well, and here's the thing with sushi. I mean, I'll go chopsticks if I'm out at home. We usually just put it at the forks. Um, but... It's 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 really a one big biter. You gotta pop the whole thing in. Yeah, I go right? hands. I eat it with my hands. <laughs> like, if, like if some people are are trying to cut it in half, mm. or it's too big a bite for them, it doesn't work that way. I must admit, I've never been able to figure out how to operate chopsticks properly. Right? Can't do it. Can't. Maria <laughs> is amazing at it. I, I I'm fighting with. I end up jabbing the food with the, <laughs> the old stab. Yeah, yeah. With, the, with the chopstick to get the sushi. Get her done. I can't do it, and I feel bad. I go to an Asian restaurant. I'm like, do you have any cutlery? I feel right. bad, but what am I going to do? Yeah, I think you know. I think they're used to that. By now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go sure, whatever. Uh, when it, Seinfeld had a great bit on how uh, how the chopstick even became right. a part of Asian culture. I mean, yeah. you know, when almost everything is served with rice. Right. <laughs> and they use a shovel to get it. <laughs> you would have thought the spoon would have made its way on there somewhere. Uh, when it comes to onions, most of us uh, like them. 
We're fine with onions. Do you okay. like or dislike onions? Most say they like them. I like onions. I really like onions on pizza now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been liking that more and more. In fact, I had a, 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 some McDonald's on the weekend. and noticed that they've gone to a bigger, like a full-size uh, slice of onion no. on there now. Rather than, you know, it used to be almost minced or mm-hmm. grated at one point on some of the, the burgers. But the adult burgers have an adult onion. Are you fine with all onion? Like, I, I'm fine with the scallion, the red, the white. Right. The, uh, I'm good with all of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm multicultural in my onion. Yeah. And when it comes to spicy food, I think this is interesting because spice is such a part of, and I, and I always assume, certainly with like um, chicken wings and, and all of that, spice seems to be a, a real big thing for a lot of people. But most say they prefer mild food over spicy food. Okay. Yeah, I, I would think so. I think the average palate is pretty normal and pretty, pretty plain. Don't want to get it too kicked up. I've I've gotten into a really weird habit, especially with having um, uh, Daniel and Ariel. They, they they love a lot of hot spicy stuff, and so they've gone out and they've bought like the uh, the peri peri and the this and right, that. Yeah, I, I can I can drink that stuff off a spoon <laughs> straight up. <laughs> that and Frank's hot sauce. Like I, I've always loved Frank's hot sauce. Yeah, but nowadays I could have a bowl of Frank's hot sauce on its own. Just uh, like like you eat it like soup. Yeah, yeah. Hey. It's, I don't know, it, it, there's that salt and that spice. <laughs> maybe, maybe your taste buds are just getting absolutely <laughs> numbed. <laughs> or, or I'm pregnant. <laughs> Rolling Stone decided to uh, put together a list of the 100 greatest movies of the 80s. And it is interesting, uh, first of all, the movie they picked as number one. Um, but then some of the films that are way down the list. So out of a, out of a hundred movies in the nineteen eighties, E. T. shows up at number twenty seven. Wow! The Terminator at twenty eight, Fast Times at Richmond High thirty two. These are all massive movies. The Empire Strikes Back thirty seven. Aliens fifty one. So they didn't base it on box office, obviously. It's I guess not. It doesn't say how they're critics. So. Yeah, perhaps. Big Tom Hanks movie, a great movie. 56. Bull Durham, one of the all-time great sports movies. Yeah. 58. Okay, so what's in the top 10, 5? Well, here, just here's some of the other ones. Airplane, 92 out wow. of 100. Okay. Scarface, 96. Holy cow. I guess say hello to my little friend. <laughs> I'll show you my little friend. <laughs> Heather is a great movie. 76. Back to the Future, 65. Caddyshack, 69. But at the top, they got like Blue Velvet at number four. Raging Bull at number three. Great movie. Okay. Videodrome at two. What? I don't know that I ever saw Videodrome. 1983. Do the Right Thing. They consider the greatest movie of the 80s. A terrific film, yes. Huh. But I don't know that it's Scarface ninety six <laughs> Tony Montana. <laughs> Other films on the list. Raiders of the Lost Ark, Sex Lies and Videotape, Blade Runner. Die Hard is at number fifteen. Okay. Wow. And where the hell's nine and a half weeks? I mean, I watched that fridge sex scene so many times. Right. I had to pay the new beats <laughs> to bread and butter. I had to give them some residuals. They called me. They said, how come that song's on repeat at your house? <laughs> Tried to get Maria to play out that scene. 
I wonder how many dudes tried to saw that movie in the eighties. <laughs> you little kitchen loving going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it just makes a mess of everything. Whoever had to clean that up. Right. There's a lot of it was honey all over the place. Do Untouchables make that list at all? That was a good flick. Uh, it, it, yeah, it probably does, but it doesn't show it on here. Right. My goodness. Is that the eighties? Yeah, that was. 80s. Yeah. Let's see if it's on the list here somewhere. Holy cow. Yeah, it's very strange, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, some great movies. And just like, kind of the ones that still hold up or that you still see show up yeah. all the time. Was Shawshank in the 90s? No, that was 90s, yeah. yeah. Um, now, speaking of movies, another survey done asking people who the best Batman was. Because, of course, you got the Batman that was right. just out this yes. weekend. Robert Pattinson, right? Yeah, now this was done before it came out, so he's not on this list. He doesn't make the list. But many saying he's terrific as Batman. Huh. I haven't seen the movie. But this is odd. Uh, out of a thousand people asked, Ben Affleck is considered. Really? I thought he was considered the worst by most people. Like, wasn't he kind of laughed at? He was so bad at it. I mean, I haven't seen a Batman movie since Michael Keaton. Yeah. Who Ben Affleck just beat out. Okay. So people say Ben Affleck was better than Michael Keaton. Hmm. Man, I, I've heard I've heard nothing. People say Michael Keaton might have been the best Batman. That's what I've always heard. Uh -huh. That he was the best Batman. Kristen Bale was after that, and then Adam West. Poor Adam West. Right. Never gets never gets the respect he was due. <laughs> what about Val? Isn't Val in there for a minute? Oh, Val Kilmer. That's right. He was Batman there briefly. Make the list. No the, one voted for no, Val. Oh, poor Val. Have you seen that documentary on his tough, life? Tough watch. Tough. What you know? Such a good-looking guy. A career that was like going through the roof. Right. Massive star. And now it's a throat cancer, I guess, mm. is what he's been battling for. Tongue or throat, yeah. Yeah, for so long. And he, now he just shows up to, like, sit and watch his old movies with people and do signings. It's mm -hmm. just, it's really a sad situation. An amazing documentary because he was one of, if you haven't seen it, he was in, like, the 80s, one of the first guys to have his hand on a, a video camera, like a personal Had video. it on everywhere. Yeah, you see these, like, movies he made with and Sean saved Penn. it all and documented yeah. it all. Amazing, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's really well done, and he, he, like he's he's explaining this handheld video camera to like Sean Penn, right. who's about like <laughs> seventeen at the time. It's it, as far as documentaries go, it's one of the best I've ever seen. If I were to ask you, what's the national flag with the most colors in it? What country do you think that would be? Uh, I don't know. You're an Not Canada. In, we got two. You're an expert in flag colors, right? Um. I'm trying to think of one that, that, that probably uh, it's somewhere in the Central America to South America kind of range. You get a lot of ones with like a lot of different uh, emblems and mm -hmm. symbols in there. Yeah, Belize. Okay, nineteen different nineteen colors. different colors. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The world record for the loudest shout belongs to a woman that lives in my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not true. Uh, a woman from Northern Ireland. Right. You probably hear her from Northern Ireland to here because she can shout so loud. She hit 121.7 decibels, which is as loud as thunder or a chainsaw. Wow. The word she shouted, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> which we all shout at our kids. That's right. Quiet! We'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> <laughs> Snapchat's founders tried 34 projects before they created their social network. Oh. They tried 34 other things that failed before they came up with 
Snapchat. Really? Were they? All, I wonder if they were all like apps. Probably. Social media ventures. The one thing that stuck was a photo of your penis that disappears. That disappears. That I guess that was the key, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Not having the lasting memory. The first song that hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 in two different decades was Rupert Holmes' Escape, the Pina Colada song. Oh. It was number one. At the end of 1979, and also had that spot second week of 1980. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. thinking it had to be a song that, like, you know, got a second life. Like, yeah, like showed up in a movie or right, something. Right, yeah. At the like end. Stand By Me, I think, is one that might have done right. that in separate decades. A few times. Yeah, I think there's been a few songs like that. Yeah. They have a, another go because they were in a movie. At the end of 1993, there were 623 websites. That's it. That's all. In 93? In 93. Now, how many websites do you think there are? <laughs> Hundreds of millions? Two billion. Wow. 1.8 of them all porn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of boob. Yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> it is now the boob tube. <laughs> it really is. You're right. <laughs> um, when people are struck by lightning, just in case this happens to you, remember this. The, okay. the mark that appears on them afterwards looks like the detailed silhouette of a fern tree. Really? This occurs because the capillaries beneath their skin, or beneath your skin, rupture from the shock of the electric discharge. In most cases, the marks are not permanent and can even disappear within days. Huh. You know, most of us have never been hit by lightning, and hopefully it never happens. Right, of hey, course. You these odd stories where somebody's been hit like five times. Uh-huh, yeah. So bizarre. Dr. Pepper was created to smell like the inside of a drugstore. <laughs> okay. That's odd. <laughs> Doctor's in. And is it just me, or does anybody else notice the odd smell when you walk inside of a Canadian tire? Just as you walk in the entrance, and I think the same can be said of a home hardware. Odd smell? There's an odd smell to them when you walk in. I like the tires? Like, because entrances are usually close to the auto department there. Yeah, maybe it's the tires. I only find it at the entrance. Like, as I walk through the store, I don't notice it. It's just there at the entrance. And I just find it odd because I can't smell anything. I I get the bad sense of smell. Right. I mean, there's certain, you know, department stores back in the day would always have their cosmetics department Mm -hmm. at the door, Mm -hmm. right? You'd walk in, there'd be that kind of smell of that. Or back in the day, Zellers used to have that restaurant going in it. Right. So you'd walk in, you'd smell fries. I worked at Zellers. I was employee 300. I lasted about uh, two weeks. (laughs) And guaranteed every shift at some point, you'd hear over the intercom, employee 300, please come to the uh, cafeteria restaurant with a bucket and a mop. Oh, no. some kid had inevitably barfed. (laughs) And they used to call you by name, basically? Uh, By number? Employee 300. Yeah, well, they called... I mean, I know I got called uh, on my shift because I was the guy. Oh. Here's I can tell a story. Zellers are gone now, right? I think so. Statue of limitations on this? (laughs) Yeah. So when I... (laughs) Hang on, let me check my Club Z points. (laughs) Let's see if they've expired. When I worked at Zellers, shocking that I got fired. Uh, Back then, they used to sell cigarettes, but they'd sell them uh, at the cash, and they had them, like, all in just racks along behind the cashier. Right. And uh, so I figured out, because I was a smoker back then, and every night or at the end of my shift, I would have to empty all the garbage. So I'd go behind every cash and pull out the garbage and put it in the big bin. And what I would do is, 
I don't know why you're looking around. My old I don't, I don't see Zeddy <laughs> behind the window waiting for you. I figured out if I just gently swiped cigarettes with my elbow as I was bending over to dump the garbage into the bin, packages would fall into the bin. <laughs> and so I'd leave every shift with like a dozen packs of cigarettes. Shocking turn of events you got fired. I know. Do you remember at one point they had vending machines for cigarettes? Yes. Yep. Like those low boxes, yep. the pull knobs or whatever. Yeah. You could buy a pack of cigarettes. Now, I mean, you know, vending machine wouldn't be able to take enough credit to buy a pack. <laughs> but that's right. You buy one cigarette, you can afford, afford right. it. You know, listen, yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Well, I guess it was now that, you know, you could, when I was in school, you could smoke. We had like a smoking area. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, I had that in high school. And, and I'd have teachers borrowing darts off of me. <laughs> I was selling my packs I stole from Zealous to the teachers. When an inmate on death row is executed, the official cause of death on their death certificate is listed as homicide. Oh, okay. Yeah. Someone murdered the murderer. That's right. Oh, my God. I was watching To, to Catch a Killer. Is that what it is? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. On Netflix, you t- turned me on to that. It's a really good one. That they have the uh, the Toronto Village uh, killings on there, a two-part episode. Yeah, it's it's really spooky. My goodness. Yeah, your favorite um, gets an episode, too, in the BTK, BTK killer. I don't know if he's my favorite. On your top ten serial killers? I don't know I'm really ranking them. But. <laughs> That's another odd one, too, because, like, a, a family guy, husband and wife. I a mean, lot of these guys a wife like and that. kids. Yeah, and- yeah. Yeah, and 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 regular John, and, and and what I find so intriguing about these guys, and maybe we kind of watch it just because we feel well, we're not as bad as that guy, right? Right? We, we <laughs> makes us feel a little better about our lives, right? <laughs> We've all got our little problems, yeah. But yeah, you know, at least I'm not, you know, killing and eating people on the side, binding, torturing, <laughs> and killing. Right. But it, and it's that like you know they go through, they seem like they have a normal yeah. upbringing. Uh, and then, you know, some uncle kills pets in front of them, and then they yeah. go into this type of lifestyle. Uh, and then, like, with his case, I think, after it, he got out of it. Like, you know, he went on his little killing spree and yeah. then decided, all right, well, the, the kids are getting old enough. They're slo- snooping around now. Yeah. I better stop, you know, hiding bodies in the in the basement. Yeah. And then, you know, he only got caught, I think, because of his ego. Well, somebody killed somebody and tried to claim they were the BTK killer. Yeah. No, 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 no. Those were mine. That's my work. Right, yeah. Yeah, very strange. Well, they're very narcissistic, right? Yeah. They don't feel anything for anybody else. They feel no remorse. Not, and then when they catch them, I think even that Bruce MacArthur was just very, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got me. You got me. Uh, doing 179 espresso shots, if you ever thought of doing that. It's enough caffeine to kill you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good thing I tap out around 177 every now and then. And uh, finally, the word diarrhea. <laughs> just a gross word. The whole th- it's, it's all just, gross. It just makes you uncomfortable. The word diarrhea comes from the Greek word that means flowing through. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Ted Reader, for Helinda's Meats. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craigie. Good morning, Lucky. Morning, Ted. How are you? Yeah, I'm vertical. Now, you uh, are always posting terrific photos of the things you're grilling on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And you've got this leg of lamb you did recently. Tell us about this. This looks really good. <clears throat> well, I was using uh, Lucky O like this. I was using my pellet smoker. Okay. And I was running uh, tight on time. I had a busy day. It was just before I was heading away last week. And so I had a beautiful leg of lamb and took it out of its packaging 
patted it dry, took all the residual moisture off of it, and then I took a very sharp knife and I scored it in a diamond pattern about half an inch deep and in one inch kind of squares. So, like, you know what, Ted? I just realized something. Here's where I go wrong all the time. I don't take it out of the packaging. <laughs> that's, that's your problem. And it just melts around. It's yeah. like a shrink wrap. I'm always like, why does my food taste horrible? Well, I realize it now. Thank you for the tip to take it out of the packaging. So why, score, well, why score lamb, Ted? Why, well, I wanted to, uh, one, I wanted to get the flavor of my marinade into the lamb. So I, did, I took some... Uh, Kaplansky's mustard, I use his old-fashioned grainy mustard, a ton of uh, fresh garlic, minced. I had some assorted fresh herbs in the fridge. There was some thyme and there was some parsley, and I had a little bit of dill. So I mixed that in. I threw in a bit of my steak spice, some olive oil, <clears throat> and a splash of whiskey. Mm-hmm. And then rubbed that all over the lamb and got it into all of those slashes so that the flavor would penetrate right into the meat. Gotcha. And then I let it sit for 24 hours. Fired up my uh, my uh, pellet smoker, got it up to uh, 325 degrees, and I put uh, put the leg of lamb in there and closed the lid. I let it go until the internal temperature was about uh, 165 to 170 degrees. I then took uh, some butcher paper and wrapped it nice and tightly in the butcher paper, and I popped it back into the smoker uh, for another three hours until the bone would just peel right off the wow meat. very similar to to doing a brisket very similar okay and <clears throat> it was absolutely delicious it just it melted in your mouth it fell right off the bone it was tender yeah it was very tasty and it was really simple you know i checked it uh, a couple of times and just monitoring that inter- internal temperature with my thermometer and that was about it it was pretty uh, pretty straight up and easy and quick Ted, and that's the, the the wonderful thing about a pellet smoker is you, you there's not a lot of effort that you have to put into it to get great results, and it makes your life nice and convenient. Oh, they're so easy, and how they regulate the temperatures is fantastic. But Ted, you know, I, I've I've had lamb and enjoyed it many times. I don't think I've ever cooked it or bought it, and I'd probably be one. And I'm imagining there are others who, you know, when they get to the butcher, they they see the steak. And they, they might see chicken or, or other meats that they're more familiar with and shy away from the lamb. What do we need to know uh, when we're buying lamb? Well, a uh, uh, leg of lamb is a, a nice large cut of meat, so it's going to feed a lot of people. Uh, that's definite. It's got lots and lots of flavor. It can be a little bit uh, pungent and strong for some people. They find it's a little too gamey for them. Mm-hmm. But it's it's very tender. Things like... Um, Lamb racks and lamb chops are the premium. And so you're going to spend a little bit more for those. So a leg of lamb gives you the lamb, but at a better cost. Gotcha. And so, you know, you can buy a nice leg of lamb for somewhere in the range of between 20 and $30. And you're going to get uh, the weight will be probably around five or six pounds. And you'll have a really, really tasty dish. And that's, that's it. It takes on lots of great flavors. You can do it with garlic. You can add some mint in there and rosemary. Those are the traditions. But you can twist it up any which way you want. All right. Well, you know... Uh, if you wanted to make jerk lamb, you could take my jerk rub, rub it down, have add a little bit of rum into that. 
um, and rock and roll it. Beautiful. Yeah. As Ted, as, uh, Ted, as Lucky was just mentioning about people kind of uh, steering away from Lamb and going to the things they know, I was reading an interesting article over the weekend about how we steered away from eating the organs of animals, liver and that type of thing, and that if we're going to consume meat, we should get back to eating organs uh, from animals uh, because there is uh, so much nutrients in them. There, there's a lot of nutrients in them. There, that's part of the, the organ parts are my favorite parts of the animal. Right. Uh, I'm a big fan of the tongue and kidneys and the heart. Uh, one of my neighbors actually last week uh, dropped off a couple of deer heart to me. And so I'm excited to get those things cooking. <laughs> and so, yeah, the, 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 the parts are what they call the offals are absolutely delicious. Um, you know, you should give it a go. If you're going to do something like a liver, uh, you want to do it hot and fast. You don't want to overcook it. You want to cook it actually to about medium rare to medium, and it'll be tender and delicious. It won't be like uh, growing up with your mom cooking liver until it was like the texture of your shoe. Right, right. You know, Teddy's funny. Everybody else has people come over and present them with gifts like right. wine or something. <laughs> Teddy gets people dropping off deer heart yeah. to them. And, and, and my favorite Ted Reader story, one of my favorite, and there's been many of them, but was the, was the time I saw you take that deer heart right out of the deer and put it right on the grill. Yeah. It was a thing of beauty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was a good day. That, that was, was a fun time. Yeah, that that was, was a fun time. Yes, sir. Yeah, you should be experimental and, and, and not be afraid. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to be able to eat pork and chicken, but, you know, throwing in a little bit something different, like a little bit of lamb or going for some venison or some bison, experiment a bit. Open your horizons and make some tasty food. That's what it's all about, making deliciousness. That's it, Teddy. If people want to talk to you about a leg of lamb or organs of the animal, how to cook a deer heart, perhaps, if someone ends up stumbling upon one, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, You're going to find me in the social media world at Ted Grills or at Ted Reader Barbecue, the joint. Rock Mornings with With Craig Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.